Hey everyone, this is Yaeli. Welcome to my podcast. I am an artist. You may be familiar with my work. This podcast is more about the brain of the artist and taking you behind the scenes of my thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. One thing about me, I despise small talk. This podcast will be everything but small talk. Whether you're walking, driving, chilling, or painting, your reality just amped up a whole lot of notches. Enjoy. Hey, hey. Today on the podcast, I had the privilege of spending even a few more minutes with Frummy. Frummy and I work together, we're friends, and it's always a good time when she's around the gallery. This episode is juicy, it's interesting, and it's real. There happens to be a bit of background noise at certain times, so excuse those moments in advance, please. Um, it's This podcast is um, formatted in a 20-question kind of way where it's fast and it's not so um like thought out it's just really fun and questions are just getting popped at from me and she's answering them she has no clue what's coming and didn't we did not prepare for this at all it's just very natural and it's just two girls chatting without further ado here is the fun the fierce and fabulous from me tavenfeld Okay, so this is how this is working. I'm literally just going to ask you questions. It's like a 20 questions type of thing. So some of them are going to be like conversation worthy and some of them are just like one word answers. Okay. Okay. Okay, So what does the word influencer mean to you? Uh, I feel like I'm Kim K right now. (laughs) I was actually listening to a podcast, Barry Weiss. Do you know her? No. You listen to her? It's called Honesty. Honestly. Um, whatever she's um she's very cool yeah um she had kim k on it and she also i think asked something like that and i don't know i think kim answered fine but um what influencer means to me it happens to what i'm realizing more and more is that it's becoming more of like a responsibility where i find that um i have a responsibility to choose wisely what I choose to promote and advertise to choose wisely how I speak and what I speak about. That's hard. Um, it is because no? there needs to be boundaries. Right. There needs to be a balance. I also know what people want, but like I have to also keep a little for myself. Right. Um, a big thing for me was, you know, not my husband did not want to be on it ever. He made me go through my Instagram and like delete all photos of him. Really? You know, he's he's a very private person. And um, he also just like is a very professional person. So I think with his job and everything, he just doesn't want anyone like just seeing him on the internet. Even like, and if they Google him, they'll just see like a professional forum rather than like a cutesy little picture of me. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> but anyway. I hear um, him. I get it. No, I get it too. It's just, I think though. What people don't realize, like, this is as much as, like, it's fun to put out things and create content, it's also a job. And so, you know, with the influencing. So he's very private. So he's private. So, like, with the boundaries, though, it's good for me to have that because, and this is totally going off topic of the those question, but it's good for me to have that because, um, like I said, it keeps something for myself. But going back to the influencing part, It's a responsibility because I am a public figure, so to speak. And so, which is wild and crazy. And um, I 
do not let it get to my head at all. I don't find that. Um, do you feel pressure to post about like the pressing issues of the time? Yes and no. Um, I think that I've um, grown to also understand like my place. Like um, with everything with COVID, I was outspoken. And what I realized through all of that was you need to be educated or at least educate yourself. Um and do research before speaking about anything. Because people will mow you down. Yeah, for sure. Oh, fine. So next question. Oh, right. So wait. So we were just saying how I have to keep up with the times. Yeah, but I... So I've learned that I need to be a little bit more educated. And if I do feel very strongly about something, I, I will. But do you feel a pressure it. to like post like the issue of the day? Because like you need to because or else people are going to like call you out. Like why didn't you talk about that? Or you don't care? Um, Certain things, yeah. And certain things, no. Someone actually did call me out about something. Let's say like, you know, speaking about like the Heim Wilder thing. And right. I, and I'm like, I'm, I have nothing to say on Right. That. I'm like, not the news. No. Right. I'm not. Right. So... You follow me for fashion and exactly. not for, like you said, current events. <laughs> what is something that you're not very good at? <laughs> you're stumped. I know. I'm like, what? Oh, um, patience. I don't have patience. I never have. Same. And um, it's bad because I also want, like, instant gratification. And I really have to train my mind to be like... And I was just telling this to my, my four-year-old today. I said, you can't always get what you want oh. when you want it. It's huge. Yeah, and then I'm like, huh, right. that's a lesson for me. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Literally was just telling this to my 10-year-old yesterday. I'm like, if you yell, I won't answer yeah. you. And then I'm like, hello. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> same. I know. Don't you find that with parenting, it's you're raising yourself as well? Oh, my God. It's, it's such, such a, a joke. It, it's crazy. I know. And we get married when we're babies, and then we're raising babies. I'm like, I'm raising my 10-year-old. And, and like, yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm teaching the same thing to me but it's it's good like it shows it's like a mirror it really shows you the issues that you need to deal with it really is but i if you're so, self-aware that's huge and i do find that i am a very self-aware person and um i think it's great but the problem between let's say us and our 10 year olds is that they're still young and malleable and we could hopefully work and change their, you know, let's say bad habits where with us, because we're older, we're more stuck in our ways. We're still young. It's hard. It's hard. Patience is a big one because you need it for your husband. You need it for your kids. Everything. Work. I mean, people. I mean, just life, you know? Yeah. Um, So that is definitely something I'm not good at. I totally hear you. I want to, we're going to talk more about that. What's your favorite book and why? I don't know. Um, I have so many books. What did I, what was like a life changing book? What do you, what kind of books do you love? Like light or like heavy thriller? I, I really, my taste in book has changed so much over the years. Like even like in Blue Door, they were saying like, oh my God, like you've become such an intellectual reader because there are, because there are so many books that now I used to read and now I, if I read it, I'm just like, this was so stupid or I felt like it was a young adult. Um, it's funny because people wouldn't see this. I loved it and other people didn't. I loved the book um, Ask Again, Yes. Oh, I, I love that book. I don't know if it was like my favorite, but I do remember exactly when I read it, what I was going through at that time. And it really, it affected me because I think it was like the first book where I did feel a turning point maybe in my taste in reading because it, I felt 
it just moved me in a different way. Um, I felt like um, it spoke to me, it spoke about like real life issues that I felt like I could relate more to, where maybe in the past I was very into like the romance fluffy, which I still like. But, but, but after you read a bunch of those, yeah, it's like, I'm just like, okay, it gets next. boring. And I'm definitely into thriller, but again, it has to be smart, it has to be not predictable. Like Gone Girl. I remember exactly where I was in my first apartment here on Sears Avenue and me just sitting there devouring it and being like, what? <laughs> I could not believe it. And I, I was bugging out. Um, that was so good. And you like like a fast read or you can do a slower read? Um, I guess it really depends on my mood. Like okay. I actually just finished like, I would say a good like three um, chiclet type of novels, which I liked, but right, I, I said, okay, I need something heavy and deep, so I just picked up. It's old, but American Dirt. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I have it. I, yeah, I never got to it yet. Yeah, no, but I hear it's amazing. I hear it's amazing. Also, there are my husband read it. He said it was amazing. I like every person said it was one of like the best books. Um, but there are times when I get on like a heavy um kick, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, I need, you need a minute. something. I need just something light, a breather, stupid, fluffy. Yeah, and just like a palate cleanser, as right. they call it. So. Yeah. What gives you the motivation to keep going? Um, in, in terms of work or life? or In terms of either. I would say in terms of work, definitely my audience, um, my community, as people call it. That's a good one. Um, but it's true, though, because when they respond to me... It's so fun. Then, and then it's, it keeps me wanting to put out more. And I find that when they don't, and when I don't get many messages, it makes me feel like, well, then what am I doing this for? So... I really do speak about how my influencing really is a relationship between me and the followers. And like, it's a give and take. I need to give, you need to take, they need to give, I need to take. And that's how we keep each other going. I need to give you what you want and you need to give me what I want. And um, I think my followers have definitely, um, especially like a lot of them are very, very loyal. They've been following me from the beginning and even just sticking with me throughout really everything, my lulls. And I really appreciate that. Like, I have such gratitude towards them because they help me build what I built and they keep me going. And if I didn't have them, then I'd just be like, well, what's the point? Right. Um, and in terms of life, this is so cliche, but like my my, my kids. My I mean, kids. Right. I mean, how could they not? Right. They really? It's funny. Yesterday, we were talking. I was with my family. We had to have a breakfast and we were talking about davening, me and a couple of my cousins. And I never... Um, really connected to it. And I could always, like, communicate with Hashem, like, in my car, just, like, talking as if I'm talking to, like, a friend and just being like, Hashem, please help me, whatever. But since my kids, and especially as they get get older, I connect through them because I see the that they ground me, they they keep me wanting to keep the tradition. And of, they're so innocent. Yeah. And it's I like want to so keep easy. them, like, and it's, it hurts me because the world is nuts. I see how jaded we can get. I could see how... So many things can affect us and take us away from it. But I feel that it's my responsibility to keep them, you know, just in, in the traditional Jewish way of the way I was raised and keep the Mesorah, so to speak, going. And so that really keeps me connected to Hashem. I, really I love that answer. Thank you. Who is someone you look up to in your field? In my field? Oh, my God. In the field of influencing. Mm, Jewish, not Jewish, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, I really, it's really also relative, but I, I do find that Danielle Bernstein, we were what, she really is a hustler. She's amazing. And she I really like is her. smart because she 
is constantly um, keeping up with the times and just introducing introducing new things. Like she started with Swim, then she started with Macy's and created her own line and then did her own line and now then created different activewear, um, intimate, just really creating, like I find that she's the epitome of like what branding is. Um, and she, you know, really um, like personalized that and made me understand like what it means to actually like have a brand, stick to that brand and, um, you know, stay true to it. I would say though that like, it's not that I'm jealous. I mean, I am because, oh my God. <laughs> but like, I have to say that like, it's also, she's, she's not a mother right now. And right. she's, she, I mean, she's in a committed relationship, but like, it's very hard to do it all. And I attribute the fact that she could 100%. devote oh my God. her entire hundred percent into her business because she's, her business is her baby mm-hmm. and her life is her work. And that's all she thinks about. Right. And, and you, then, you can be way, all in. I'm like envious in that way yeah. because I'm just like, I want to have that, that time, that mindset, that um, energy. But, you know, thank God I have, you know, other things that prioritize it. Did you ever meet her? I met her, not like fully, fully, once at a fashion show. I just was like, oh my God, it's Danielle. And she's super tall. And she's she was so tall. nice. Yeah, I said, can I please get a picture? I looked terrible. I will never forget what I wore and I will never do it again. Um, it was like such a moment. It was a Rebecca Minkoff. And like, I looked so nerdy. And what was I thinking? But she knows you. She knows you? I don't think so. Oh. Ariel, Ariel knows, knows right. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So, and she's also like, listen, she's also amazing because she really, she's a mother and she does. And I also appreciate how she says straight, I don't do it all on my own. I need help. I have a nanny. I have, her husband's very supportive. She has a full team. She has an assistant. It People sometimes like have these warped ideas that women do all this on their own or these ideas that like how could you do this and and have help well how are we how else are we supposed to run a multi-million dollar you know company how else are we supposed to raise our kids and no there's no way i mean i tell everyone get help and hold on to it and do everything you can to keep it because i don't think i realize how important self-care really is until i think like a year or two ago i need to be in a calming, like, good place where I need to, like, you know, just take care of myself. Everyone needs to be in a calming, good place. I don't place. think I knew that until right. recently. Yeah. Because I, it's, and I'm not a martyr, but I was thrown into a position where my husband was not really around a lot. He's working 24 7. And I happen to be, a, like, a big relationship person. So I would be, like, very depending and dependent. And then, I have grown to become more independent and really doing things on my own. Wow. And, you that's, know, that's really huge. I, I mean, it is, but it's also, I'm tired and <laughs> I'm burnt out in a lot of ways. So I used to feel guilty, and I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this, to, you know, you know, just, just go for a walk even when my kids are home or, like, just go upstairs to my room and just close the door for a little bit, just to decompress because I knew if I didn't I'd snap at them and I'd be mean and like I don't want I don't want to I I don't want them to think like I always think to myself like what are they gonna say about me when they're older oh my god me too and I don't want them to be like mommy always yelled I know I I, there are they are gonna say that and I don't I don't want to be like that so I really am prioritizing that you know just um 
utilizing my help and utilizing, um, you know, the, the mindset of just having self-care and um, taking that taking the opportunities to do so. So so those two women, I think, are um, pretty, pretty amazing. They are. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's entering the influencer market? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Honestly, I find, I mean, listen, like we could say this about everything and I have to always say that in my head, but you know, I have to constantly tell myself that this can all be gone in a second. And I saw that like Instagram was down a few months ago and it really made me panic because I'm like, I got to start really thinking about other forums and other ways of expanding what I'm doing because Instagram so could. start a podcast, so, I told you. Yes, I know I'm going to do it. You're, you'll help me. But I would tell people now if they do do it, like there's a couple things. I started this years ago. I'm going on, I think, eight years when Instagram was nothing. Like in 2015? Even before that. Before like when I, everyone um, was doing like those dark photos? I would say 2013, 2014. I think Serena was two. I was still in school. And this was just a, a, a blogging. It was a MySpace type of forum, but it was instantaneous. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to show my outfits, you know, like whatever. I was fortunate. I do want to say I was fortunate to grow with Instagram. You, and that is really No, it's huge because huge. now it's so saturated. Every other person and their mother and grandmother are an influencer or something in some sort of Instagram space. Which is fine, but it's very hard to grow a following now. So hard. If you're not joining a million giveaways, which I don't. And, and doing funny reels. Yeah, and uh, I'm lazy. I'm tired. I don't have time. And I feel like what I'm doing is good. And obviously, I want to grow within it. Um, and I think people who know me and have been following, like, they're there for me and not for, let's say... The cutesy reels and I do my reels and I, I also understand like I gotta keep up with the times. I gotta do the reels because that's the direction that Instagram's it's just going. Not about doing the reels, it just gives you a lot more Yeah. Like creativity, no, content. No, no creativity content. It just gives you a lot more reach. Yeah. You people will find you faster. I'm maybe. saying I know. I I have to I think also really just it's not pull maybe the trigger. it's for sure. No, I'm saying though that I have to pull the trigger and like an assistant oh my god like, that's huge help. you just said that yeah it's funny because i'm i related that to like home life but it's true like for get me, one it's so it's because, so scary to do it but when you do it you'll be like i, I can't even believe. see influencers who have it and i think that they started having it recently and i see their content everything change in the best in like the best way because they're able to produce more they're able to reach more and they just have someone it's not as time consuming right people don't realize how time consuming the influencing the blogging the promoting is so um right it's just and that for me i get, i can get overwhelmed and um you know, I just, I, I think that if I have someone doing it for me, it literally takes up, yeah. you know, half You need the time. to. You need, even if you get someone virtual, why can't you get a virtual I assistant? I can't. I just have to pay, but then I don't have enough money for my shoes. It's a problem. I know. Priorities. Struggle's real. I hear you. It is. I want my shoes. The first, <laughs> the first assistant that I hired, I was so scared to hire. Because, because yeah, and then you don't have money for your shoes. It's funny, though, so because it's also the delegating. I'm also a control freak. It's like, you know that meme, like, my worst trait is wanting someone to clean, but then they don't clean the way I like it, so then I end up just cleaning and getting annoyed. 
I, I, you know, I built this on my own and it's, you know, like a lot of people who created brands and businesses, like you have your vision. I know, but even just technical stuff, like she could help you with setting up appointments. I'm doing it. Okay. And, and, and payments. Just that is a a release. It's true. And a media kit and. And a media managing kit. my, and, my email and helping you get real ideas mm-hmm. like she should be tech savvy all these young girls are able to do that now all right you'll help me f- get it do all it all right come mm-hmm. on message me people um what are there what are some common myths about your job like what what is like something um, that people think that it's really not that or we're that all, it is that we're all super rich and flaunting i mean i don't know i could speak for myself but like that Oh, okay. okay. Well, a lot of them are coming from means because they wouldn't have time to sit around and post. Otherwise, they're working. I mean, no, but I'm saying that, like, that's the thing, though. And that's the crux of it because I was actually just speaking to someone about this. We're all working. So, yes, we have our designer goods, but we work for it. No, but, honey, and, in the beginning, they didn't work. They posted because they were showing their OOTD. Oh, no. In the beginning, also, we and were... And they grew we, with it. We grew with it, but in the beginning, we were also doing um, the payment was product, but we were advertising for free product. I'm not advertising. Listen, Gucci ain't giving me no free bag. But I'm saying, well, like, again, the Jewish brands, especially the clothing brands, they would pay us through product, and then we would promote now especially the more established um, influencers, we we get paid for this, but it's it's worth the companies, it's worth it for them because they do see, or at least I guess for some influencers, they see the, um, the, the, uh, repay, uh, response. They, they and, see the ROI. Yes. Totally. Exactly. I see it. No, so... Uh, thanks but they no but they they see it and it's worth it and again like i i try to say we are like newspapers we are like magazines totally i pay for vogue i pay for us weekly i pay for the uh, well five town jewish times i don't know what this payment but no but even more than that you put an ad in the army they're not guaranteeing you anything you're throwing out fourteen hundred dollars so that's also another thing that people don't realize that like we are not guaranteed advertisements, and I can't guarantee a return. I do my best. You see my work. If I'm a fit for you, then you trust in me, and and hopefully it, it, it's for the best, and yeah. it goes. And I think from what people see on my Instagram is that I built relationships and connections and business you know partnerships because those businesses see their returns and see that i'm worth that so that you know it works in both of our favors but so the myth is that people think that you guys are not working and that that we're not working that we're just flaunting just because we want to be like look at us like we're not here to make you jealous at least i'm not you know i i mean I'm also just like if it makes you so angry then like just don't, don't follow. follow i know i don't and get also that. i also think this like and some people do say this to me, which I appreciate, but, like, I don't see these people going on here and putting their lives out there and putting their faces up there. Like, it's hard. And you have to have, you know, enough confidence and a thick skin. And I've grown to have thick skin. You know, I used to be so much more defensive and feeling like I need to. I don't, I feel that I'd, um, I used to feel like I had to, like, respond to every comment, like, negative or defend myself. And I've grown that I, to not, um... I've grown to not need to, like, I think to myself, like, what's the point of this? What am I responding to? So I'm going to respond to every Joe Schmo that doesn't agree with me? Okay. Right. So, and another thing, this is a biggie, is that not everyone is relatable. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, 
You know, listen, I don't think that, I mean, it would be great content to show. I mean, everyone knows. It's like, oh, I hate my kids too. I don't hate my kids. I love my kids. I think people appreciate that I'm showing that like my kids drive me nuts. But I don't, you know, I don't think that like it would be appropriate for me to like show me like reprimanding or disciplining my kids or showing my, uh, a fight that I'm having with my husband. But um, I would hope that people do know that like not everything is roses and amazing and great and you know every relationship like I would also get very like sad when I would see like so many people posting about like their if something's their hard for you and it's like ripping your heart out unfollow right or if like you just they're not also, making you feel good unfollow. it says something about you not them that's true but we're all human so if you're mm. gonna feel a certain way no unfollow. but I realized though that when I was don't get see, angry not at all and yeah it's it's I feel bad like the the fact that people waste energy on commenting or writing something it's that's so level. nasty it's like what okay this is a really good question okay what would you do if you had enough money for the rest of your life and didn't have to work um travel oh my gosh yes like and it's funny because that was not really a priority i used to like save my knipple on my secret stash to get clothes shoes which i still do my shoes but um really recently my like mindset has shifted where it's just like I want to see the world I want to explore different cultures I want to see just the way other people live and I I, yeah I and I'm actually going on a trip this summer with my knipple and like I'm thinking (laughs) like I save this money where are you going I'm going to Mykonos to Greece I'm really excited um and I was just like I spend like this on shoes I could spend, if I had that money, I could spend like that with um, traveling. So that's what I'm doing. Traveling is experiences. Yes. And it's the memories. And, um, you know, growing up, we went to, we went on a lot of family trips. And that's what I remember. And I want to do that for my kids. I want to do that for myself. So Totally. um, Definitely that is what I would do. And I would also build my dream house. (laughs) (laughs) What's the funniest thing that happened to you recently? I don't know. Uh, it hasn't been so funny. No. Uh, <laughs> nothing that I remember. Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing's too funny. Who's your favorite housewife? Ooh. Does it matter? Like, depending on, like, where or, like, in general? In general. Actually, Beverly Hills. It's the most common. That's one everyone knows. Okay. Who do I love? But can they be ex-housewives, too? Yeah. I, I contrary to like popular opinion, I still love Lisa Vanderpump. I I also really like I, her. I don't. I never really found her as manipulative as other people have, but I, I just, I think she's fabulous. I do. I used to like Erica Jane more. Um, I do not appreciate her at all. I yeah. I feel like ever since things that have just been happening, she. I mean, listen, it's all that's going on in her her life. So. Um, and I, I I appreciate Lisa Rinna because she is a smart cookie. She knows when to stir the pot. She knows when to create drama. She's a good time. And she's a blast. Um, and I appreciate that. She knows what she's doing. So And she's self-aware. So, uh, yeah. What's one thing people are generally surprised to find out about you? Oh, they tell me that they don't realize... They tell me I'm prettier in person. 
And that I'm much shorter in person. I do give a taller appearance. I'm only five one and three quarters. It's really funny on on Instagram and social media. It's so hard to see height. It is. And then you'll see people who are like, "Oh my god!" Like half your body's missing. I know. They're like, "Oh my god, you're like so little." I am. Another thing is, is that people are like, "Oh wait, you're exactly the same in person as you are." That's on the Instagram. best. And I said that. Yeah. Like I don't. That's the best. I don't know how to be fake. Otherwise, listen. If I am having a bad day, and let's say I see like my mom's friend of the street, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'll do, okay, I'll smile and be like, hi, how are you? But like, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. You see my expressions. You know when I'm in a good mood, a bad mood, happy, sad. So I can't fake it, and I appreciate right. that people see that both, you know, on on camera and off. You know, so I'm exactly right. the same. Um, what's something that you find to be a hundred percent true, and people do not agree with you on? These are hard, like, thoughtful questions. These are hard questions. Can you Anything an that you feel very passionate about? Like, I 100% believe in the law of attraction. Some people might not agree with me on that. But, like, I will die believing in it. Like, really. <laughs> um, that's cute. It is true. Um, wait, I need to think about this for a minute. Give me, like, two seconds. Okay, if something comes up, then... then then we'll go back. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, oh. what would you tell her? Oh. Oh, my God. I would tell her, don't get married so soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, Enjoy like, life a little more. Listen, it's not our fault in our culture, especially in our neighborhood, that, like, we get married when we're literally 12. You know, it's just the way of the game. And I appreciate it. I do. Um, and I think that there's a lot of pros to it, and I think that there are some cons to it. You I think would, that everything is like roses and butterflies, and I think, yeah, and like, listen, the young is stupid, and you just you there's a pro of learning together and growing together, but you're also a baby, and you're also, you know, thinking that life is all just. You know, move into a house right away, have a kid right away, do this right away, and, like, you guys, like, love each other all the time, and it's not always like that. It's stressful. I would just tell her to just um, be a little bit, like, feel more sure about yourself, have more confidence, believe in yourself. Right. Like, I, I, I look back at pictures of myself when I was, like, even 15 in camp or, like, pictures when I'm 18, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I wish I could just go back into that photo and shake her and be like, you're so freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, I want to tell her, just believe in yourself. You know, try, like, take more accountability. I only recently started to take more accountability. I used to, like, blame everyone for, like, all my problems or mm. my issues. And, like, no, it was me. Um, and just, like, don't think that a boy is going to always make you happy. They won't. Um take the time to really seek out the girls that make you feel good and make you feel like yourself, even though you don't really know who you are, but trust your gut more and don't try so hard to impress and please everyone. Please yourself. So true. Um, it's so good. Yeah. I'm telling this to my 33 year old self, your old self now. So yeah. What is the most boring thing you could think of doing or not want to do? I don't know, like sit behind a desk all day, what my husband does. I mean, he doesn't, not that he sits behind a desk all day. He actually doesn't, but what he does is pretty tedious work. And I would like, I know Nassan also, um, but really just like, and be indoors all day. I need to be out. Yeah. I need to be out. I need to be in the, 
air, the open air. I need to be amongst people, but certain people. Um, <laughs> certain people. I love going to the city and being anonymous. Not in terms of like my, oh my profession, God, I love but just that. like these people who I've never seen before, who I probably will never see again. I love and I that. Think that's cool. Um, the energy is amazing. So that sounds pretty um, terrible. So I would never want to do that. You're pretty famous in our community. How does it feel? Do you like it? Do you not like it? I love it. I, I I really do, and I think it's because I really don't take myself too seriously in that way, where I don't let my ego get in the way. So um, you don't mind if you're going shopping, Gourmet Glad, and you get stopped, and no, you're, no. you're fine. Yesterday, I was with my friend. We are at Lollipop. These two girls come over to me, start saying how much they love following me, and this or that. And I loved it, and it was. But it's annoying because then you have to like make conversation. Not necessarily. I think I'm. You just say I, thank you. I think I yeah. I I think I'm pretty good with just being like thank you so much. I really appreciate it. What's your name? Got it. And then I say you know thank you so much for following, and then I I go along. I mean we don't have to talk about our hopes and dreams, but um, <laughs> you know it right. depends on the situation. But um, no, um, I love it. I really do. And also again, that's also giving me the motivation. To just keep going and doing what I'm doing and it's inspiring and um, it makes me just feel like, okay, I'm doing something good. Right. So, um, What's one of your biggest pet peeves? I went through a whole thing the other day when I was doing a Q&A about pet peeves. I think that's why I said one. Oh, oh. One, and I do this, but I cannot stand when I'm calling someone and they're like, they answer, hi, hold on. And then I hear that they're having a conversation with someone else. <laughs> I can't. And I'm like, why'd you answer the phone then? Right. Oh like, my God. hello, I'm here. Well, I'm supposed to stop for you. So you're supposed to, because you're I'm having hanging, a conversation. I'm hanging up. Oh, and also yeah. another thing I'll say is when someone is like on the phone and I could hear them like gulping a drink or like, and I'm like, stop drinking. Ugh, oh, yeah. it's the there's, worst. There's all, I have a lot. Of no, I hate when I'm on the phone and I hear that someone's mouth is dry. Oh, I'm like, just get just take, a, take a drink. Take a drink of water. Uh, <laughs> use your saliva. Come on. It's so Oh, nice. my gosh. And then don't even talk about, like, my driving pet peeves. Oh, I have road rage. Yeah? It t- I should have, like, a whole segment of um, driving in the car with Frummy. You know, like, you there's really carpool should. karaoke. There should be just, like, road re- rage with Frummy and, like, just seeing the animal that comes out of me. It's uh, wow. It's crazy. It re- it's like an animal. Some people really no, have it that. Really, it really is. I'm um, pretty crazy. So, yeah. Okay, we have two more. What's your favorite color? Ooh, I would say like um, pink. pink. What does it say about you? Bright, bubbly, happy. I know yellow is bright, and I happen to like yellow. I love yellow, but it's just some bubbly, girly. You just gravitate to it. I I think it looks gravi- really good on you. Yeah, I've been gravitating towards more colors in general, bright colors lately. But pink, I just find brightens me. Um goes well with my skin tone and it's feminine um girly um cutesy flirty what's your sign i'm an aries what does it say about you i'm fiery which is true to the core i'm a firecracker i'm told um i'm loyal for the most part and (laughs) um i'm headstrong that's true i am i have to be you know what? There are so many things, my so many qualities that I have that I realize like it's ne- necessary for my survival in my life. I have to be headstrong. I have three feisty kids, girls. Are they also fiery? In their own way, um, in their own way for sure. Um, they all. It's funny because I see 
you really see their personalities and what each kid needs in different ways. And it's so hard to navigate because you got to be softer in one way, harder in another way. Um, you're, you're doing a great job. I don't know. Oh, my God. Every day I'm, like, crying. Being By like, talking about it and thinking about it shows that you care so much. And I care you're so doing much it. because I... I, it's funny because when you were asking me what do I want to tell my 18-year-old self, it's it's like a mirror for me of like what I want for my kids. I want my kids to be confident and sure of themselves, believe in themselves, and just be believe that they're they're the schnitzel, you know. And they don't they don't need anyone to reassure them or to make them feel worthy. Not not they need a, no. to feel worthy within themselves. Definitely, and, and there not are in times this time. when my kids are like, "Well, do you like this or this or that?" And I'm like doesn't matter what I do you like it yes I'm like well that's all that matters and that's amazing th- this one's saying something mean to me I'm like well do you feel this way no well then that's all that matters obviously we have to be sensitive to others have empathy for others all those yeah uh, you know to a certain extent I want them to look out for themselves rather than just looking out for everyone else and ignoring themselves so you know all right that's it. Oh my God, Rumi, that was you are so amazing. Fun. Thank you so much for having me. We should do this more often. We I, should. I like talking. And you um, talk so well. Thank you for asking me all these great questions. All right, I learn a lot about myself. So thanks. With that being said, if you enjoyed what you just heard, I would really appreciate it if you can rate this podcast five stars. If you enjoyed it, that would really mean the world to me. It gives me so so much fills me so much when I see that and it brings the podcast up that helps the ratings and more people can enjoy and listen as well so I would love it if you can rate five stars and if you truly enjoyed it and feel like you had the best time share it with a friend that would be amazing